the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program on AM 1170, The Answer, is sponsored by Allied Media Group. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, 5'2", and 107 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea Kay. Good evening and welcome to the first Monday night edition of the Andrea Kay Show right here on AM 1170, The Answer. I am so excited to share this time with you and with everybody out there on Facebook and on Twitter. By the way, I've got a new Twitter handle. It's at, and, at Andrea Kay Show. And this is not just my first night on Mondays here on AM 1170, KCBQ, but it's also my first two-hour back to back live show the first time I've ever done two hours gee I wonder if I can talk enough to fill two hours hmm you think I can handle it Todd I think you could do a 24-hour marathon. <laughs> yeah, one of my nicknames is Motormouth. I think, you know, I've been accused of being able to talk the hind legs off a donkey before. So, yeah, I think I can I think I can handle a two-hour block, especially since I've got you all out there uh, keeping me rolling every week like you always do. And I've got my gal pal, my partner in crime, on the phone all the way from St. Louis. And y'all know who that is. It must be Alicia Dern. Hey, Alicia. Hey, none other, and I'm quite certain you and I can talk for two hours, no problem. <laughs> I know. it's. I'm sitting here with about 20 different topics, you know, just to, just to be sure. But, you know, knowing the two of us, we probably won't even get through half of them. Um, <laughs> right? I, right? Um, I want to start off with a little bit about the Democrats, actually, kind of in general. You know, usually I try to tie together all the different topics of the day. But I saw something that struck me earlier, and it was a quote, and it was an anonymous quote, and I don't even know who said it, but it's so strategic and it's so right on about what's going on in terms of strategy. We are going into the 2016 uh, presidential election, and there is a game being played, and there is a strategy in play primarily by the left. We Republicans are really good at shooting in the tent and shooting ourselves in the feet and shooting at everybody and all in the wrong different directions all at the same time and we don't typically have really good strategy the quote is the issue is never about the issue the issue is the revolution the issue is the agenda and it doesn't really matter whether they are talking about immigration whether or not the democrats are talking about reproductive justice or same-sex marriage or anything related to racial divisions from ferguson or trayvon martin or the confederate flag or remember the occupy wall street crowd or, you know, even the, the ongoing push to, to normalize and make us accept radical Islam. It's not really about any of those. It's never about those. It's always about the agenda. And it's one reason. And the American people are starting to really clue into that. And they're really starting to see that they've been played and particularly been beaten over the head with a political correct stick. And that's one reason why Trump is resonating so much, because Americans are tired of the game that's being played on them. And when it comes to immigration, it's really kind of starting to become really transparent to the American people that it's about and not even just about about immigration. But there is a push to really dilute the American culture, particularly with immigration. It's one of the key things. It's about growing and expanding the dependency class and getting more and more people to use and suck up resources, not just to, to lure them in for the vote, but also as part of, of, an, of an overall strategy to really break our backs economically. It's about exploiting chaos and division through the racial divisions and fiscal stress and unemployment. And it's really about cultivate, cultivating loyal voters. And it's all about a permanent progressive majority. And Trump knows it. I have been saying for a long time, borders are the biggest issue that we face. The American people know it. 
everybody needs on the Republican Party needs to get behind it because the left's agenda is extreme. They want to accuse us of being the extremists on the right. They are the extremists. And when they're pushing their agenda, which they do all day, every day, they're not worried about the middle. They're not worried about whether or not they're offending somebody who's not really on the far left end of the spectrum. They are pushing their far left agenda all day, every day. They have a singular focus. They are so committed to their agenda about growing the dependency class for power and about creating that permanent progressive majority that they have their own version of Takia. And there is nothing that they don't feel is justified. The ends, the, the what's the old saying? The end justifies the means. There is nothing that they won't justify. And then I'm, then I'm looking at right now what's going on in the Republican Party. Um, this is kind of a take on what I was talking about last week. What is the GOP agenda? What is their coherent platform? We know exactly what the left is all about because it's beat into our heads all day, every day. But I cannot sit here right now after two debates, countless interviews with 16 different presidential candidates, and I cannot tell you what the GOP agenda is. And I certainly cannot see a coherent strategy to make it happen, to attack the left for what they're about, and then have a coherent, a cohesive strategy put forth to the American people that is simple and that is persuasive. And we better get on the ball with it because they push and they push and they push and they beat us over the head with it, with their political correctness, And because it's not about the issue, it's about the overall agenda. And I, I, I'm continue to be baffled and perplexed by the people who are supposed geniuses within the Republican Party that are spending all of their time, spending all of our capital as a party in terms of media play, beating up on Trump. Now, Alicia, I've just laid out what I think from from a strategy standpoint, what is missing with the Republican Party and what we need to be doing in terms of at least a strategy. Where do you think I'm wrong? Well, I, I actually don't think you're wrong. I think that the Republican Party is um, right now trying to figure itself out. And that's what's sort of fascinating about this whole primary, uh, uh, all, all of our candidates and all of the, uh, the fighting that we're doing, because there isn't a, a cohesive Republican message much in the same way that there's a more of a cohesive Democratic message. And so I do think that the Republican Party right now, as a matter of strategy, needs to figure out what its identity is. And um, and then use that to to really reach out to the voters and American people to say that actually the Republican Party is the large tent party. It does conform with American values and American ideals and start really focusing on the message and the brand of the party as opposed to fighting with amongst themselves. Right. And and I actually think that they need to stop. I, I disagree with you a little bit there because I think from a strategy standpoint, what the left does really well is they don't worry about about a big tent. Their strategy is so simple and it is so far left. That's what they beat on all day long. And Ann Coulter was one of the people who said, why isn't the Republican Party doing that? Why are they so worried about trying to reach the, the independents or trying to reach the left? We, the, the, we are never going to reach the far left. We we need to be focused. If Romney had been focused on trying to just reach the base of the party and convince them that he was the guy to carry what is supposed to be the Republican platform, which is limited government, individual freedoms, individuality, no handouts, no entitlements, uh, just the freedom to go and pursue your, your ambitions. And that means lower taxes and lower regulations and everything that's implied within that economically. If he had been able to convince just the conservatives of that he would have been president so i i I think where he went wrong and and just like in 08 and the republican party has gone wrong in general in their strategy is they're trying to appeal too much to everybody and then they don't appeal to anybody it's disingenuous and it's phony and we have an issue that we're going to talk about in the show tonight about immigration that is a hot button for america and the 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 polls they're trying to convince us through some polling right now that 65 percent of the republicans really want a pathway to citizenship i don't believe that that that's the same kind of bad polling that's trying to tell us that Jeb's a front runner. The Republican Party is is on board with the American people who 65% of the American people, when President Obama did that executive order for amnesty, they said, no way, this must stop. And that's why they gave a majority of the Republican Party and they squandered it. The Republican Party needs to get behind. If they want to have a cohesive strategy and win, just get behind immigration. That one issue alone is what the American people can get behind. And that's why I, I said it last week, and I'm 
was saying it again tonight. I'm going to say it differently. I couldn't. For some reason, there's still people fixated on Trump. How about getting fixated on a strategy, a strategy that can win? And that includes immigration. We're going to take a break. When we come back, you're going to hear an interview with Christopher Hahn because this is what we're up against. We need to stop worrying about trying to appeal to people that we're never going to reach. It's like Romney said, like 40 percent of the people. And we need to reach out to the Republican Party, to those to the base of the party, as well as the libertarians. You're in our party right too, Alicia, right? We need to appeal to them who want freedom and limited government and, and understand that we can't have that if we're giving our country away to immigration. Don't change that Dial, folks, you're listening to the Andrea K Show on Monday night, right here on AM 1170. The answer. AM 1170. The Hear us anywhere in San Diego and the world. AM 1170. The Answer. Want to start living better, longer? La Vida Compounding Pharmacy can help. Proudly improving the lives of over 10,000 patients, preparing personalized medications with the highest care, quality, and safety. Voted Union Tribune's Best Local Pharmacy, LaVita specializes in bioidentical hormones, prescription skin care, transdermal pain creams, and more. Let us help you find the path to living better, longer. Visit us at LaVitaRx.com or call 866-507-1990. I'm Nicole Donnelly, and for over 20 years, I've owned and managed Miramar Kitchen and Bath with one goal in mind, to offer great service and great value. Just listen to what our customers are saying. Service was excellent. Easy process, start to finish. We are really happy with our new bathroom. We've already talked to them about redoing our kitchen. They have our complete trust. Call Miramar Kitchen and Bath, 858-271-8434, or visit my showroom, just one half block off Miramar Road on Commerce Avenue. Contractors license 657 Convenient homestyle recipes and unique menu favorites. Sombrero, your place for San Diego style Mexican food. Roll tacos, California burritos, and don't forget your salsa. Sombrero Mexican food. We get it too. AM 1170. The answer. Welcome back to the Andrew K Show. I am so excited to be here on a Monday night. My new time, 8 to 10 p.m. right here on AM 1170. The answer. Before the break, we were talking about strategy. Because we are already in the middle of it. We are vying the Republican Party is for the presidential election. Conventional wisdom says that after eight years of one party, especially as bad of a situation as we have had with President Obama, that it should be a shoe in for the Republicans. But these are not normal times in America. This is not the America that we knew even five years ago, let alone 10 years ago or 20 years ago. And we need to be strategic. We need to be smart. We need to not take anything for granted. And whenever I need a reminder of the crazy that is going on out there in America in terms of what we face as a party, all I need to do is invite my friend Christopher Hahn from Fox News and the Christopher Hahn Show to come and chat with me. He was the uh, former chief of staff for Chuck Schumer. And uh, just have a listen to my my conversation I had earlier with Christopher Hahn. Hey, Chris, welcome back to the Andrea K Show. Hey, buddy. How you doing? Hi, I'm good. I'm glad to talk to you. It's been a long time since you came on the show. I was starting to think maybe you were a little nervous about coming back since the last time you were Are on. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, it seems like every time you come on the show, you poor thing, you need a shot of Jack Daniels and a cigarette after I come <laughs> with you. Um, well, listen, lots have been going on since you were on the show last, and you got a lot of defending to do on the part of your party and on the part of Hillary Clinton, okay? In fact, um, you guys have been getting off a little too easy lately, but Carly Fiorina has kind of been taking you guys to task. And when she ended that debate last time, Ooh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Carly, who is, who is this Carly Fiorina? Does she make breakfast cereal? Oh, we about? Uh, we are talking about the, the oh, woman. I, I, so I, I won't hold back. Then. No, you don't have to hold back. I stand by everything. Uh, you do? Okay, well, do you stand by Hillary? Because here's what Carly Fiorina said, well, and she was... Well, well wait. Yeah. I'm sorry, Carly Fiorina, who, of course, I knew who Carly Fiorina is, and okay. I did not believe that. I, you sure? I, I was, you you know, sure you know? Okay. What did you say? I said, are you sure you know? <laughs> are you really you know up on it? Yeah, yeah, she yeah, she's registering the polls somewhere around 5%, depending on where you look. 
<laughs> I think she's actually a little bit higher than that. And, and, and that's one reason why uh, those in the establishment, as well as in the Democrat Party, want to marginalize her because she's really the only woman in the race who actually has the experience. Her. I think as far as you know, Republican candidates go, I think she's as viable an alternative as anybody they've got. All right. Well, uh, now, okay. I don't think that many, I don't think that, you know, I, I think that, you know, if I had to rank them, the only one who I think would actually govern effectively is probably John Kasich. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think Carly Fiorina, you know, you, you know, you put her right in there with Donald Trump and Scott Walker yeah. and uh, Marco Rubio. I, I think to me, they're all, they're all the same. Well, actually my question, my, my point was actually about a point that she made in the debate, not necessarily about her as a candidate or the, or the GOP field. What I love about her in the um, the JV debate that she did was she actually won the night and you know that she won the night when the GOP debated she was the only one who called Hillary out for the truth and what she said was she's lied about Benghazi she's lied about the emails and she still supports Planned Parenthood and Christopher that is an indictment that's accurate not just of Hillary Clinton but the entire Democrat Party okay well we're, I don't understand this war on ground or Republicans have with the Democratic Party. But um, but it is it is a um, look. Planned Parenthood, you know, you take those videos aside, which is a very small percentage of people working in a very big organization. Uh, they do a lot of good things for a lot. So of people. we'll hold on. We'll we hold on. Replace it. But if we want to replace it, there, there's a way to do that. We can have uh, nationalized health care. Okay, well, first of all, health centers funded by the federal government. Well, actually, well, actually, we first of all, we never need to plan here, Planned Parenthood, because we've always had community centers doing it, doing what they claim that they're doing, that they're not. You know, I I don't go to Planned Parenthood to get mammograms. okay, Christopher, because, quite frankly, they don't provide mammograms. And whether or not here's here's my issue with the Democrat Party. How how many children have to be shredded like pulled pork before it matters? I mean, the idea that that it's only a small percentage of clinics of Planned Parenthood that this means. Hey, hey, hang on. Hang on. Means that it means that it doesn't matter and that it doesn't happen. And by the way, it's the the quote party of science who wants to accuse me of being some wacko because I don't want to agree that snowstorms are caused by global warming are the same people that want to tell me that it's not a baby. Okay, everybody who knows and uh, that a heartbeat and that baby parts mean it's a baby. And you know who else knows is Planned Parenthood because it was right on those videotapes, Christopher, when she said, "Oh, look, another uh, it's a baby, another boy." Why is it that the Democrat Party will not be honest? about what is happening in these clinics these clinics well, look, and that it is I mean, children obviously obviously nobody wants to see more abortions right but the democratic party supports a woman's right to choose Okay. And once that choice has been made, you know, it's, it's horrible that that choice had to be, has to be made sometimes. But once that choice has been made, I think that we're debating over what happens with what happens after that. It, you know, I think it's kind of a silly debate. I think most Americans do. That's why Planned Parenthood is more popular than any three Republican candidates combined in national polls. Well, let's think about what you just said in terms of most Americans. Most Americans were absolutely appalled by these videos. And in terms of, of choice, every are. every it's Western, crazy. every other Western country, Christopher, stops it at the heartbeat. If you want to talk about a woman's right to choose, then okay, then let's have it be at least within the first trimester before we've got a heartbeat. Before we've got before we've got before we've got parts. But that's not what the Democrat Party wants. The Democrat Party wants. Let me finish. They want and they voted for no no restrictions whatsoever all the way into the birth canal. And there's no way you can characterize that any other way, Christopher, than than taking the life of a child. And let me tell you, that is not her. Here's the party of science failing themselves because you cannot look me in the eye, pee on my leg and tell me it's raining when it is a baby. It is not her body. And I don't care whether the, the Supreme Court decides decided to twist around and contort to come up with Roe v. Wade under the stupidity of um, privacy. Well, you know what? If that's true, why am I not able to sell my parts? Why am I not able to go out into the open market and sell my kidneys and my eyeballs? Why, why is well, that? If well, Roe v. Wade is settled law, it makes sense. I, I, I understand how this is very exciting for the conservative base right now. But yeah, because you know what? I actually care about life. I, I, well, it's I think not, it is going to be. It's not an election issue in November. I, I really, it doesn't matter if it's Carly Fiorina or Donald Trump or Rand Paul or whoever the Republican nominee is, this will not be an issue come this time next year. Well, if, if it's not an issue this time next year, it's because the Republican Party dropped the ball and they allowed people like Megyn Kelly to do what she did, which was change the debate and make it be about, you know, some some falsehood that women are out there en masse being forced to choose whether or not to have an abortion if they're going to die. Any woman in that situation is in the emergency room, Christopher. Well, She's not Megyn in Planned Megyn Kelly asked people if they, had, if they were... If, if they would vote for an exception 
to save the life of a mother, and nobody on that stage, with the exception of uh, uh, Kasich, said they would. So that was the that was the the what Megyn Kelly did. What? So, uh, well, I, mean, I, I thought. I well, I anything wrong with her asking that question? She asked the question. The conservative uh, candidates on that stage answered the question. Well, with the and issue that I had, those questions. I mean, if they can't handle Megyn Kelly. How are they going to handle Congress? How are they going to handle Putin? Well, it's so, not I mean, a matter of whether or not they're handling It's a matter of character and integrity. It's a, the star of that debate should say, well, you know, know what the fact is, hey, contenders you know what? Side. Hey, I know that you're a Fox News contributor, you know, and, and I and I I remain, you know, a, a Fox watcher, but made no mistake about it. You know, to me, the questions were set up to, to characterize the entire Republican Party as a bunch of woman hating Jesus. No, freaks. Let me oh, let me well, let me give you an example, Christopher. You want women to die instead of getting an abortion. The false premise in that question was absolutely outrageous and despicable. There has not been one case produced to me, Christopher, next time you come on the show, one case in which a woman went into Planned Parenthood and they either did that abortion or she was going to die. One well, case. That's not, that's not that was a false of, question. Uh, it was a gotcha question. There. That's the kind of work that's done in a hospital. And then, and, and, mother, and, so. Right. And that's not what's going on here. And that's not what this argument about. That was a gotcha question that was that, quite frankly, um, was really um, uncalled for inappropriate and, and despicable, in, in my opinion. And, and it was intentional to change the bait and put the Republicans back on their heels and take the pressure off of Planned Parenthood where it begon, begon, belongs. And quite frankly, if Planned Parenthood is going to continue to exist, there's absolutely no excuse for why a taxpayer dollar ever goes to fund that organization. Why am I ever having to pay for somebody else's choice to take the life now, of a child? That's inappropriate. having to pay for an oil company to transport its oil on the highways that I paid to build? But well, we you do. know, well, that's a, a different thing. Things, okay. There's a lot of things that we pay for that we don't like. I don't well, like you know what? We pay for it every day. Well, yeah, so. you know, well, the very people who talk about stay out of my ovaries and stay out of my uterus, fine. You don't want me, you don't want me in there. Don't make me pay for it. I'm not going to pay Sandra right. Fluck for your birth control any more than I want to pay for right. your Tampax or anything else. Okay. Now, moving well, on, let's you know, talk about. There's the, a lot of things I don't want to pay for, but I pay for it in my tax bill. Well, that, well, you know, then get on board the no taxes. Get on board the train no of limited government. Government, baby, I'll lower taxes. In a state of nature, because if we're going to live in a state of nature, I'm pretty sure I'll do really well. Uh huh. Because I'm strong and fast and smart. Wait, 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 are you kidding me? To enforce law, so we don't live in a state of nature. Now listen, <laughs> now listen, Christopher. You know I, I dig mean, you. I'm okay. In nature, I'm all for it. I'll like go up to this billionaire that lives around the corner from me. I know I could take him. And in a state of nature, if there's no taxes and no government, I'm going to win. Okay, you know you're going to win. You know what, Christopher? Have you ever seen Life Below Zero or Mount? Man, okay, I, I think you're awesome, but I don't see you outside the confines of the concrete city at NYC. Okay, if if we if we really go back to nature, okay, I'm gonna partner up with some of my boys with the long beards out of my home state of Louisiana. Okay, those are the people who know how to handle business when it comes yeah, back to nature. You've been living in California a long time, Andrew. Yeah, but you know I still got my roots. Okay, we got to move on. Speaking right. of roots, we got to talk about some rootage in terms of some deep roots with corruption because this is not Carly. Was not only right in terms of um, support for Planned Parenthood, you know, I'm still maintaining this is an indictment of the whole party. Let's talk about these emails and this corruption scandal. Christopher, I was embarrassed for you on the O'Reilly factor the other night that oh, you actually said I was embarrassed I for I you. Good. You looked great. You got the best jawline in the business, okay? <laughs> Nobody's ever called you ugly before. But what I'm talking okay. about. I did my own makeup that night. Oh, so, you, you did? Know, I was a little concerned when you said you were embarrassed by me because the makeup lady <laughs> didn't show up and it's like, get that shine off your head, Chris. No. You look great. But I mean, really, is it really your position that now that we find out that um, some over 305 documents were potentially classified, we know at least 60 something were classified. We know she set up a home server that was in violation of the Records Act. We know that that IT contractor was not cleared for proper clearance. We know that she Mm. wiped that thing like like she was, you know, that guy in the movie, My Big Fat Greek Wedding with his Windex. She went through and called out and handed over three thumb drives that where she cherry picked information and not one of those emails was her property and, 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 and her uh her ownership that was the government's property. Right. Uh, we know uh, under that, uh, quite frankly, that, that she's violated the Espionage Act. And, you know, she's going around insulting the American people and laughing it off with some joke about Snapchat. I mean, is it really your position that this is no big deal? 
I, you know what? I think we'll have to wait and see, right? I mean, no, we already rise. know. Right we now, already know. We seen anything that rises to the level of being a big deal. We don't. Right now, you think it's okay for a secretary that were classified after the fact, which happens all the time in government. Things get classified after the fact. When you're Secretary so of State, know, Christopher, first of all, well, let's let's back it up. Let's break this down. As Secretary of State, first of all, under the, under the Records Act, she was not supposed to have that server. We all know that. Hands down. Boom. Well, done. This, this is after the Records Act that was passed after she was Secretary of State. But go on. Okay, well, why did she discipline other people that that that, that uh, did the same thing under care? We already know. Uh-oh. Let's 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 not split hairs. We already know that what she did was wrong. We know even if what she we know even though I had Sidney Powell on my show and other people on my show that quoting all kinds of codes and criminal codes that she violated. I mean, you know, quite frankly, if she was anybody else walking the streets like oh maybe General Petraeus, she would have already been indicted and prosecuted for this. This is the same kind of crap that's been going on in D.C. for a long time. Where we got this political class walking around acting like they're above the people and quite frankly she's been allowed to, to walk around above the people and not be held to the same account as the rest of us for a long time and to me you ever notice that none of the other candidates running for office are really making a big deal out of it who've been in government because they've all done the same thing exactly and you know what so, i got a problem with that christopher know, it, i've been calling them out there a I, double standard when the clintons are concerned it's I mean, not a double standard so on this planet has it, used a private email it's not so a double standard private email it's she turned over the emails everybody knows it's no, she didn't turn over all the emails. She's every in violation. From, Christopher. Every email that came from the government, Andrea, the government has possession of already. No, so the abs- for, that, first of all, that's absolutely not true. First of all, that's absolutely not true. She's also violated uh, Sullivan's order to hand over absolutely everything. They, we also do not have, and what did the secretary, what did the state say when they were in his courtroom? Well, we don't think it's our job to go back through uh, records well, that are not in our possession. Well, that's your... She she's not in... In work, work with the government anymore. This is something she's been doing for twenty something years. They're, they're right. and first of all, they're not numb. When you've got uh, what's his face, Mister, you know, all the president's men coming out and saying Nixon was taken down for just two minutes of of, of tape that he hid, thousands and thousands of emails. People like you can come out and, and shrug it off and act like it's no big deal, but it is a big deal, well, Christopher. And if she I was anybody I, else, I she'd already so be in jail for it. You, no hey, hang on, hang on, don't don't interrupt me, brother. You were the party. You were the party that got hysterical over the outing of Valerie Plame, who was nothing but a desk jockey, and a guy went to jail for six months and did absolutely nothing wrong, and he wasn't even the guy who outed her. But yet, somehow, it's okay for a Secretary of State to intentionally hide every aspect of her work, including emails involving the deaths of four Americans in Benghazi, including emails involving Huma Abedin, who was working for the Clinton Foundation while she was working for for some other company called Tion or whoever it was. This is wrong, Christopher. And the Democrat Party, I guess I shouldn't be surprised, because what do you guys running over there. You've got you've got a corrupt liar under criminal investigation running for president. You've got a socialist and now you've got Mr. Buffoon who likes, you know, to go around grope women everywhere thinking about tossing his hat in the ring. Carly was, Car- yeah, B- Biden the buffoon who goes around Mr. Oh Gropey God. Gropington. Yeah, That's what the Democrat Party's got. Side, and you want to bag on Kit Carly? women on television who has told a woman that she should be on her knees. You know, let's be clear here. We've got people who have done some crazy things on both sides of the aisle. No. Over the server to the FBI, I encourage Scott Walker to do the same because he has a email scandal in Wisconsin that has somehow gone away. I encourage him to turn over every email that's ever been. Don't make me yeah. cut your mic. You're, are you really trying to compare some silly little situation with a governor of Wisconsin with a secretary of state who came out the day after Benghazi and lied and launched a cover up about it and falsely blamed it on a video and not one of the vi- not one of the yeah, emails, that's Christopher, not, that's absolutely email. true. And not one of the emails surrounding Benghazi has been produced. Not one. There's a whole, there's months of emails, all that, that, the entire time frame leading up to the attack on September 11th in Libya. Every one of those emails that that entire time period has been uh, withheld from the government. 50,000 pages of emails. They're releasing about. 10% 10% a month or something like that. So, you know, the FBI is. So they're, you know, they're being vetted. They'll be out. Or excuse me, the Department of State Department. Well, vetted, I want to know why. I want to know. Them. I don't, you know you what? Know, I, we'll learn that she likes whatever it is, and and that's that. We'll learn what we've already known about her. We'll learn that we know that she's corrupt. We'll learn that we know she's a liar. We'll learn uh, that she, with if that is if we get everything, You're because she has not, Christopher. No, absolutely not one shred of evidence. Christopher. 
First of all, it's really hard to conduct a proper investigation with somebody who's not turning over what she is required to turn over. And that in of itself is wrong. And if a Republican former secretary of state was doing this, Christopher, your head would be exploding right now. You're trying to you're trying to compare this to Scott Walker. Christopher, the Democrat Party. I mean, you're you're let me ask you this question. Nobody that has any jurisdiction over her has required her to do anything. Well, Sullivan has and and they've been skirting. Let me ask you this question. Jurisdiction over her. And if he wants to get those emails, he can go to the State Department and get whatever email was sent to or from her that was sent to the State Department. Well, you're obviously not up on your facts because you're obviously not up on your facts because that's what happened last week, because he gave her he gave her a deadline on that. And they came back and said that they weren't going to produce it. Let me ask you this. Why is it that the the Democrat Party is so obsessed with having the first woman president that it's her and her lady parts? Do y'all not have one other woman out there who could possibly bring more besides corruption, illegality, lying, deceit? And is there somebody is there somebody out there with a personality and with skill and expertise that you guys can put forward? Somebody somebody that's not immoral and corrupt. It, It doesn't matter who we put forward. The Republican Party will always call them corrupt and dishonest. That's what they do. It's your thing. You call Bill Clinton corrupt and dishonest. You call Jimmy Carter corrupt and dishonest. You call Barack Obama, who's run one of the most honest presidents <gasps> ever, corrupt and dishonest. So you know it what, is the Republican Party's thing, yet it seems to me that the party that sends more people to jail when they're in power are the Republicans. Christopher, so, are you really going to sit here? Last question. And really going to yeah, sit here on the Andrea K. Show and, and say on the record that and Barack I, Obama has been an honest as president. You are, as, as wrong as you are, I love you. So. All right. Well, I love you, too, Christopher. All right. He, he, he made me melt with that love comment. Last question. You got to answer this. Yeah. Yes or no. Yes. You're on. You're on the Andrea K. Witness stand. OK. Yeah. Yes or no. Did Barack Hussein Obama look the people in the eye and say, if you like your doctor, you can keep your doctor, period. If you like your insurance company, you can keep your insurance company, period. And now we found out afterwards that he knew at the time he said it, it wasn't true. Yes or no. I don't know. No, he did not know at the time when he said it wasn't true, but he did apologize for that. So he did say it. It wasn't true. He apologized. All right. I don't think he knew at the time it was. All right. Well, thank you for coming on the show today. I'm going to forgive you for trying to filibuster. I'll forgive you, too, and we'll see what happens. All right. We'll see see what's on that server. I don't think there's anything. Love you. I'll talk to you soon. Love you, too. Okay, bye-bye. Thanks for having me. All right. Bye, hon. Bye. Well... There you have it. This is what we're facing out there on the left today. Thank you for Christopher Hahn, Fox News contributor, former chief of staff for Chuck Schumer. All around good guy, I have to say, for being a liberal. You know, he's you know, it's so fun for me to chat with him. And he just really makes me he kind of turns me into, you know, the rabid bulldog that I am. But you can see the extent of the denial and the fact that everything feels completely justified to them. But how crazy is it to actually Speak the words, Alicia, that Obama and the the Obama administration has been an honest and straightforward administration. Can you believe that, Alicia? No, actually, I would really like him to cite some facts or evidence to support that assertion. I mean, that's completely um, not my perception of this particular administration. Well, you know, there's never been a president in my mind who's been as blatantly dishonest as President Obama, he went around for three weeks blaming a video that we all know had absolutely nothing to do with the deaths of four Americans in Benghazi and, and launched one of the biggest cover ups ever in American history, if not the biggest cover up. Nobody died under Watergate. He did lie to the, in the face of every American over Obamacare, over every aspect of his of his administration. He's lying right now over the Iranian nuke deal. So yeah. but this is what we face as as a nation and as a Republican Party and you as libertarians, Alicia, this is what we're up against. We've, we're up against a party with an agenda that thinks that it's OK to the end always justifies the means. Right now, we find out with Clinton the latest 305 documents with potentially classified information. We know at least 60 something had seriously classified information. And he's sitting right. here, here. He's actually an attorney, Alicia. And he's sitting here saying that, oh, this is no big deal because to them it's not. All they care about is the end game. We know that her IT company, Platte River, they actually came out today. They were not cleared by the agency, the defense agency that, that picks 
the contractors. You're not supposed to use any IT company that has not been cleared for classified information. They were not. However, they did come out today, Alicia, and said that there may actually be a second server. So she's wiped the one clean and clean and clean. She has cleaned that sucker like she's got OCD. But there may be another server out there. I don't believe, though, I think there's too many people, Alicia, that are really counting their chickens before they're hatched. And I don't think that Hillary is going anywhere in spite of the fact that we now have because you you can hear the Christopher Hans of the world. They don't care, Alicia. They flat out don't care. Yeah, you know, it's, it's almost like they just, they're picking evidence that um, lines up with their worldview. And so, you know, they don't want to believe that Hillary has done something that would put the re- get the rest of us put in jail because that interferes with their narrative about her being the most qualified candidate to become the next president. In spite of the fact that they know she's not qualified, that's why one of the questions I asked him was, is there no other woman out there? Why are you guys so obsessed with her lady parts? I get it. They want to ride the wave of another historical election. That's why they, they're still, and with Megyn Kelly's help and so many of these questions are the stupid gotcha questions, it's about the, the female vote, and they're going to play the stupid war on women again. But don't they have a better woman they can put forth than this? You know, and and I would say that actually if she was a Republican, I would say that I'm not behind Carly Fiorina just because she's a woman. I'm very concerned with some of the comments that she's made about Islam. I want her to ask. I want her to answer the question. Do you think Islam is a religion of peace or do you see them as a threat in terms of radical Islam? And I want her to answer that question. I, as a woman, I find it offensive that I'm supposed to want to vote for somebody strictly because of her gender. So this is not just an attack on her. If they want to put forth a woman because they want the first woman president, is she all they've got? They literally are a party that's putting forth the only presidential candidate in the history of the country that I'm aware of that's currently under a federal criminal investigation. They've got a socialist and they've got possibly Uncle Joe throwing his hat in the ring. And you know what? I'm not convinced we're going to win, Alicia. Because that's how bad our strategy is. I, I'm not convinced we're gonna, that the Republicans are going to win either. Um, not only because the strategy is off, but because the messaging doesn't resonate with the, with most Americans. And you know, a really good example of this is actually actually is abortion. Because uh, the Republicans' party is not doing a good job of explaining to Americans why it is that they are pro-life. Most Americans, it's something like. 65% of Americans are now identifying as pro-choice. And so if you're going to take the unpopular uh, position, you need to explain why. And instead, they are being drawn into those questions that are, as you call them, gotcha questions about, you know, what you want, Amer- you just want women to die. I mean, I think that uh, there are better responses to that. I mean, I'm personally pro, pro-choice, but I could answer that uh, and defend a pro-life position without sounding like a religious nut, but they're not, getting, they're not doing a good job of explaining their position. The majority of the American people, even those who are pro-choice, are against late-term abortion, and that's really that's where true. the argument is involving Planned Parenthood. They are particularly, they are but specifically... The Republicans are not doing a good job about explaining that all this is is an attempt to bait them into arguing an absurdity. Right, and that's one reason why Megyn Kelly specifically pose the questions that she did and the gotcha questions in the form that she did to the candidate she did. And one of the reasons, one of the things that the GOP has been very dumb from a strategy standpoint is not demanding better debate formats. There should never be, every candidate should be asked the same questions across the board and they need to divide it up over topics. There's a reason why Rand Paul was not asking any questions about abortion because remember when he took that argument back and he said, why don't you go ask Debbie Wasserman Schultz when life begins? They, the, right. they asked the candidate Candidates that they did because they knew that they were weak, and that's uh, why she chose the candidates she did with the gotcha questions. And sure enough, they failed on it. This but is not. I, this is the, the Planned Parenthood. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I was just going to say, this is an issue we can win on. That's why they wanted to keep these videos away from the public. That's why the court in California wanted to stop uh, and keep these more of these videos from being shown, because the American people don't want babies 
shredded like this and have their parts harvested and sold. And as I told Christopher Hahn, most every Western country other than ours stops abortion at 14 weeks or when there's a heartbeat. There is no excuse for late-term abortion. There is no excuse for saying up until the baby's in the birth canal at nine months. That is a child. That's a human being. And the Republicans can win on that if they don't allow themselves to be caught up in the gotcha questions. And it's such an indoctrination game that's going on. Again, it's about strategy. There was an article today that I found on the Daily Herald that talks about trying to tell people that that uh, and I'm going to quote here. It turns out that having a baby can be can be um, worse than divorce, worse than unemployment and even worse than the death of a partner, that the effect of a new baby on a person's life is devastatingly bad. This, this is the, the narrative of the left. It's all about trying to continue to indoctrinate yeah. people on devaluing life, devaluing pregnancy. Oh, be careful before you want to, you know, bring a child into this world. And that's what the Republican Party needs to understand. I but, saw that article. And, you know, it, 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 to me, it's really offensive because there's it, such a, a selfish point of view. Like, oh, we're, we're all supposed to just be happy all the time and not have to do hard things that are worthwhile in our lives. And, you know... It, it's that exact fail, uh, that exact narrative that's being sold to the American people, which is why people aren't being entrepreneurs anymore. They're not working hard anymore. They want to live off the government and just have things handed to them because we're being told that instant gratification and our happiness is paramount. It's, it's actually a major problem in our culture. Right. You know, not, not just with, with respect to abortion, but with respect to how we all act as a people. Right. And in fact, it's, it's funny you should say that because in reading this article, first of all, here we are in America. We've got media outlets trying to push this narrative of basically warning people the worst thing you can ever do is have a child. That's all about trying to you know convince people that therefore you better have the choice for abortion. Who did they when they did this study? First of all, it was study published in the Journal of Demography. Who? I don't know who the stink is demography. <laughs> then it's based on a study where they followed 2016 Germans around. Germans? <laughs> oh, yeah. So I also had kind of the response, like, duh. You know, like, when you have a newborn baby, you're not getting any sleep. Are you, like, really chipper? No, like, you're tired. Right. And, and, the, and the question they asked, their big, hot, their, their big, you know, gotcha, you know, oh, drum roll, the big question that got to the heart of it was, how satisfied are you with your life, all things considered? Well, you asked me, you know, it, it, in the middle of the night, if some skunk is sprayed under my window and woken me up, and I'm not going to give you a pretty particularly great answer. Ask my my niece who's got a new baby or whatever that's been waking her up three nights in a row sick and maybe right in that moment she's going to say it, it, it's not the best you know they specifically yeah. when you go on to read this study they specifically uh, avoided asking any questions that were actually specific to the child because they said well they didn't really want to bait them so they just asked generic questions the bottom line is i don't want to give this study anymore i mean it's about as valid as a poll saying jeb, jeb is in the lead um it's just really <laughs> meant we've got a movement here an indoctrination it's all about strategy and you're right, the Republican Party, the Planned Parenthood, this could be a winner for them. This could have been, yeah. you know, a game changer for them. And they allowed themselves to get sucked back in. They were aching. They were aching. Right. Remember that fool, that aching in, in Nebraska, wherever he was, it got caught up in the gotcha it, question. It, here, it was here in, here in Missouri. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was in your backwood. Yeah. yeah no. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, the whole, you know, legitimate rape comment was was just terrible. You know, um, uh, what's her name? Uh, our our senator here. She was. Uh, um, was that Claire like McCaskill? Like, yeah, Claire McCaskill. Thank you. She was looking like uh, she might lose to a Republican candidate because people here really dislike mm -hmm. her uh, her support of Obamacare. But uh, th that one comment completely sunk. Right. Yeah, and and so these guys were aching and they fell for it. We're going to take a quick break. We yeah. come back. We're going to switch gears and we're going to talk about immigration and Trump's plan. Trump, did you know, Alicia, Trump actually even came out with an actual plan for immigration. And we're going to talk about that when we come back. Hey, we're having some fun here on Monday night. The new time. AM 1170, The Answer. got questions we've got answers am 1170 the answer want to start living better longer la vida compounding pharmacy can help 
proudly improving the lives of over 10,000 patients, preparing personalized medications with the highest care, quality, and safety. Voted Union Tribune's best local pharmacy, LaVita specializes in bioidentical hormones, prescription skin care, transdermal pain creams, and more. Let us help you find the path to living better, longer. Visit us at LaVitaRx.com or call 866-507-1990. I'm Nicole Donnelly, and for over 20 years, I've owned and managed Miramar Kitchen and Bath with one goal in mind, to offer great service and great value. Just listen to what our customers are saying. Service was excellent. Easy process, start to finish. We are really happy with our new bathroom. We've already talked to them about redoing our kitchen. They have our complete trust. Call Miramar Kitchen and Bath, 858-271-8434, or visit my showroom, just one half block off Miramar Road on Commerce Avenue. Contractors license 657 AM 1170, The Answer. AM 1170, The Answer.com. Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you here with me. Little ZZ Top. That's some good music there, Todd. Um, are they from Texas? Yeah, Todd thinks they're from Texas. That's good because we're talking immigration right now and the border in Texas. Hey, a new uh, Center for Immigration Studies has come out with a new report, Alicia. I don't know if you've read it. It's very comprehensive. The bottom line is this. There has been so much. God bless Trump for really breaking open this topic about uh, illegal immigration, what's happening with the border. But what a lot of people don't understand is that this goes in line at the same time with an explosion of legal immigration. And we are approaching 70 and, and, and whether it's talking about illegal immigration or legal immigration, Alicia, in combination, 71 percent. Uh, is coming from Latin America, 44% of which is from Mexico. No surprise there. They are pulling the wool over our eyes, Alicia, in terms of how many immigrants are here legally and illegally. And it is far more than anybody realized. I'm not going to go into the details and all the census and the this and the that and the green cards, but the bottom line is we've got 42 million immigrants in this country. By 2060, we're going to have 78.2, almost 20 percent of the total population. And there is a reason why the immigration laws were changed to attract and bring in the people from Latin America, because those are the people they're really going to come here and take advantage of the benefits. And so when we're talking about when this is something the Republican Party needs to get on board with, because they want to tell us that this all the illegal immigration is because we have a broken immigration system. And if we allowed more people to come here legally, we wouldn't have the system. And that is absolutely not true. As we have had an explosion of illegal immigrants come across the border, we have also had an explosion of legal immigrants in terms of a variety of different visas and work permits. It is literally an invasion. And God bless Trump for breaking it wide open and shame on the Republicans for bashing him for it. In fact, he's come out today. You know, today is the first day, Alicia, that people are actually considering him electable. See, they all thought he was going to go away. He came out with mm-hmm. his plan today, and here was the basis of his plan, his plan, Alicia. Illegal immigrants have to go. You know what? I, I'm on board with that. Illegal immigrants have to go. I have absolutely no argument. He says a nation without borders is not a nation. A nation without laws is not a, a nation. A nation that doesn't take care of its own citizens is not a nation. And here's the specifics. He wants to triple the number of law enforcement agents on the border. He wants to deport immigrants that are convicted of crimes. He wants to detain and deport immigrants caught sneaking in. He wants to rescind the executive order on amnesty. He wants to rescind the DREAM Act. And when he was asked the gotcha question of, oh, you can't split up families, he's like, well, I'm not talking about splitting up families. If we've got a a naturalized citizen that was born here and brought an anchor baby, The illegal parents are welcome to go back to their native country and take their child with them, who's an American citizen. They're welcome to do that. They don't have to be split. And I thought, that's the way, Alicia, you turn the argument around. So we ain't splitting up families. You parents that are here illegally with your child, you're you're welcome to take your child with you. We're not keeping them here. Um, The anchor baby is sort of a, it's a holdover from a time when people couldn't travel that easily. You know, they 
take a, a, a ship over from England and, you know, four, four months later are here in America and then they have children and then they become American citizens as opposed to British citizens. Uh, I, I think the anchor baby uh, issue is kind of ridiculous. That, that is no basis for immigration, you know. Having a woman have, uh, you know, run to, across the border and give birth is not a, a, a logical or rational basis for immigration. So I, I agree with him on that. Yeah. Least. Well, and I also think that one of the things that he needs to add to the argument and the Republicans need to get behind, too, is we need to we need to cut off the blood supply. They left. It's all about, as I said at the top of the show, it's all about creating a permanent progressive majority. And they want to do that because if they're bringing highly skilled people here from Asia that want to come here and take high paying jobs and or be entrepreneurs, those people might vote Republican. So they got to make sure they change the laws back I think it was in 65, it might have been, in which in which they specifically made the immigration laws targeted to bring people here from Latin America. That's something else that was in the Center for Immigration Studies a report, really a document that, that needs to be read and talked about the legal immigration. Because, again, the Republicans are losing the argument. They want to make it be just about illegals. And then they they get caught up in this trap of, well, if you're you're against illegal the people, they're just coming here, you know, looking for work and you must hate brown people and then you got that idiot Jeb saying oh it's an act of love when they come here meanwhile there's more and more reports every day Alicia of crimes being committed by illegals we've got uh, that's exactly the problem is that that Republicans have a fair there's a fair criticism against some Republicans that they are um, uh, well xenophobic or racist and that's the problem because there's no rational basis for believing that uh, a Latin American or a Hispanic person can't be an entrepreneur, but an Asian can. Um, they can all be entrepreneurs, and we should invite people to come here to make our economy stronger. That's what made America great in the first place. And, you know, as the the, uh, the the poem on the Statue of Liberty says, you know, we we uh, invite people to come in here who are going to bring a fresh start to the country. But what I don't want to see is people on welfare. I don't want to see people coming over here committing crimes or being on welfare and draining societies. That's not that's not good for our economics, and that's not what um, immigration should be about. And if Republicans could actually talk about that and say, hey, we don't care what color of your skin is, you're welcome to come here if you're going to be a productive member of society, then, then you've got a, a better argument. Because the real reason we closed borders in the first place was not, um, it actually wasn't national security, it was to support labor unions. It was to drive up wages. So why we, we don't want to be on the side of labor unions necessarily, but it, it, we want to be on the side of good economics and not draining the people who are hardworking taxpayers here to fund the lifestyle of other people who want to live off of welfare. Not only that, but we we do have our founders envision you come here, le- you immigrate here legally, and you assimilate into our culture. One of the things I talked about at the top of the show, one of the pieces of the of the puzzle, it's not the issue. It's not about that. It's about revolution. They want to diminish the American culture. That's why they don't want you know any laws that declare English as the first language, and you've got to press one for English if, if you're going to do any banking. They want to diminish the American culture because the American culture was about individualism and it was about we ain't right. giving you any entitlements. Now exactly. we're, we're down the there American in Mexico culture. handing out, you know, handing out cards and saying, hey, come to America and we're going to give you we're going to give you benefits and welfare. And it's strictly right. to get their vote. Now, we're going to take a break in a minute. We come back in the second hour of the Andrea K. Show. We're going to talk more about immigration. We're going to get into some crimes that have been reported. We're going to get into some economics related to that. And then we've even got some other fun topics to talk about tonight. I've even got a couple of good feel-good stories, and we're going to talk about, speaking of labor unions, we've got a, a story related to from the National Labor Relations Board. So you are listening to the Monday Night Andrea K. Show right here on AM 1170. The answer, don't change that dial, folks. program on AM 1170. The answer is sponsored by Allied Media Group. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.